Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 117 of What a Beautiful Podcast. I'm your host, Jack. And I'm Andy. And that's right. It's another episode of What a Beautiful Podcast. As we say before every episode of What a Beautiful Podcast, how many times can I say our name in one sentence? This is What a Beautiful Podcast. Jack, what podcast is this? I forget. Oh, I... See, this is a failure of marketing. Jack can't even remember the name, <laughs> even though I said it ten times. Yeah, it just slips right through the ears, out the other sides. Might as well be any other podcast. Might as well. I mean, we well picked be... we picked what could possibly be like the most mouthful of a name, and you still can't yeah, it's it. not helping our SEO. <laughs> for sure. It's us and like a couple church podcasts, I think. <laughs> Oh, Ugh. God. But unlike a church podcast, we talk about some fucked up stuff, because we're into part six of JoJo, and this shit gets wild. Yeah, it gets really weird. Um, we started last week, and we're introduced to Jolene Cujo, who was in prison uh, for a crime she did not commit. Uh, her only crime is loving too much. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, it's And it's being true. really, really ridiculously stupid. She, <laughs> I don't want to say stupid. I just want like she did not think of this through. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Maybe stupid's unfair. Let's just say yeah. she was a bit thoughtless with her actions. <laughs> yeah. Maybe her dad should have paid more attention to her. Yeah. But we'll say that much. Um. But we're still in the, the this is the last part, last chapter of the opening arc Stone Ocean, uh, part three, and uh, uh, where. Before we get deep into it, it's worth noting that we are now back to packed. What a beautiful podcast. If you've been with mm-hmm. us since the beginning, you might remember the first uh, 40 or so episodes where we were doing, you know, we had the Triple Joge Wednesdays, as we like to call them, where we have, wait for it, part six, wait for it. Je- oh, I can't even speak. <laughs> <laughs> keep waiting for it. Keep waiting for it. Then to Oreo anime. And then keep waiting for it some more. New Jajolian chapter. So once a month, uh, barring any... Uh, Crazy. Barring any uh, delays from the man himself, we're going to have Triple Joe's Wednesdays resurrected. I'm pretty happy about it. it I forgot about these because it's been <laughs> over two years. Yeah. So these episodes will be a little bit more packed, but that's fine. Keeps us moving, keeps things keeps things going. So without Risk. further ado, Stone Ocean Part Three, picking up with Jolene discovering her really unsettling power. Get us yeah, going, her, Jack. Her weird flesh string. Yeah. Um, she's learning about it. <clears throat> this string? Am I controlling it? This string. This string. This string. Extend it a bit further. Tie it down. So other people really can't see it? What is this, really? What is this line that's coming out of my finger? Uh, we... Oh, no. Uh, we get some, uh, flashback to her being sentenced, like, 15 years, 15 years, 15 years! The court sentences the defendant, Jolene Cujo, to 15 years in prison at Green Dolphin Street Prison. Um... And we see Jolene in a straight jacket, breaking her string, trying to undo the belt buckles, uh, <laughs> keeping her in. And just screaming Romeo's name. So, oh. so here's the thing I'm going to get out of the way right at the top. So mm-hmm. we see, uh, you know, the fact that uh, Jolene's stand r- breaks her flesh apart and turns into string, right? 
Mm-hmm. So, uh, like, this is obviously not really that important, but it's going to be on my mind. When she breaks the string, is she damaging her flesh? I mean, turn the page. Oh, literally, yep, there it is. Okay, yeah, yep. so when she breaks the string, she does actually damage her flesh. Okay. Yeah, we see, like, splurt a little blood out of her finger after she breaks the string on the belt buckle. I, I have the power, the power to control this string. Um, she's kind of writhing on the ground, and these two uh, female prison guards are just talking about her. Uh, you want to be the one with the weird hair? I was going to say, is that Pesci? <laughs> Man, if this was Pesci's sister, that would be such a callback. Uh, hey, guard, I think this prisoner fainted. I wonder if this straitjacket is too tight. This room's air-conditioned, but the air is too humid. Sometimes it causes these jackets to tighten. Hey, what are you doing? I'm loosening the belt for her. Come over here a minute. Listen, this room is specifically designed to do that, understand? These people people have been enjoying the good life. They only ever think of themselves. That's why they commit crimes. (laughs) So when they first enter here, we must let them suffer. Give them a little taste of life here. Let's show her that life in here is completely different from life outside. Oh, oh God, no, face. this mouth. This is, a, <laughs> is this Looney Tunes? <laughs> this is a bow mouth. You know, for as gross as uh, part six gets, it, it, it actually ends up being one of the more Looney Tunes-esque parts of JoJo. Oh, <laughs> a lot of part six could be set to yakety sax. Yeah. <laughs> hey, get up. I'm going to take off that straight jacket now. You have to promise not to act up like you did in the courtroom earlier, got it? If not, we'll give you a sedative and you'll stay like this forever. <sighs> hey, did you hear what I just said? <laughs> <laughs> Jolene She's is like a petulant fucking child. <laughs> I mean, she is. Isn't she like 19? Yeah, but like, I mean, like a child child. Oh, it was fair. <laughs> Good. Now you can take off the jacket. From now on, forget the crappy name your parents gave you. You will be known by your prison designation number. This prison is a level 4 maximum security prison. Your designation number is FE40536. I'm surprised uh, knowing Iraqi didn't make it 8675309. Oh, man. (laughs) Moving on. Remember this well. Look at this prison. Why does it look so comfortable? They have like a reception area and some nice wooden stairs and railing fixtures. And because Araki, this is remember, it's a Japanese man, I, man's idea of an American prison, and it's so such a reflection of that. FB four zero five three six. We will now begin your checkup. Put all your belongings in here. Then remove all your clothing. <sighs> Insult them before starting. It helps later. Get me the rubber gloves. Oh, God. <laughs> what are you car. doing? When I say take off your clothes, that includes your underwear. Oh, God. Rocky yeah. really just wanted to draw Jolene's ass. Yeah, because that's what this is here. Yeah. Oh, man. This. I remember, I remember this very well. <laughs> oh, I'm sure you do. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Anyway, lift your butt up, then. Good. Yes. 
Do you want me to crawl around on the ground too? Or lie down and roll over? Or maybe this pose? <laughs> I'll leave that one to your imagination, readers. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, here's Hermes. Hey, isn't that Jolene? I guess she wasn't framed after all. Hmm. That Jolene, she's got some guts. But that makes sense, seeing as she's exposed herself to a guard before. And a young one at that. Oh, God. Are you, who's wants? Do you want to do Dr. Doolittle over here? No, you're Dr. Doolittle. Uh, I gotta be... <laughs> oh, right. You gotta be Jolene. <laughs> yep. Open up your mouth. Raise your tongue and back uh, down. Uh, Face to your right, to uh, your left. Open uh, wide. Uh, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> just pokes her in the eyes. What the hell are you doing? That hurts. No false size and no contact lenses. Height, 174 centimeters. Weight, 58 kilograms. Normal blood pressure, no cavities. No false teeth. Butterfly tattoo on left arm. Star-shaped birthmark on shoulder. <laughs> this lineup of naked people. <laughs> yeah, because what what we see here, we got hyper-masculine dude, super feminine lady, uh, someone in between, I guess. Well, it's interesting because um, with all these naked people, we can see that some at some point Araki finally figured out anatomy. <laughs> he well, we know like that. What was that one? Uh, the Spokashibi Rohan where he drew muscles I'd never even seen. Oh yeah, had to okay. look them well, up. I, all right, like, so he almost got anatomy. It's not like uh. At least they're proportioned mostly correctly. Now. No, they're proportioned all the way correct. No, but those muscles were like, these exist, and yeah, they do. Oh, right, they were actually real muscles. <laughs> yeah, you just never see them because they're like really weird looking. They're like fingers under your ribs. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Read uh, this in five seconds and then sign your name at the bottom. Jolene sees this, like, what looks to be a man standing in this lineup. It's like. <laughs> Very handsome man. Uh, excuse me? This is a female prison, right? She's been injected with male hormones. Now hurry up, read it, and sign your name. Whoa, this is the dawn of a new age. Oh god, this panel. Like, look at her face, she's so... <laughs> she's like, whoa, like genuinely surprised. Yeah. And then looking past this uh, person... She sees the, the Keebler elf lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> and she grabs these uh, prison bars so hard her hand starts to bleed. That's a really good touch. You, you, you bastard. You dare to show your face in here? Cocky bastard. I really don't like the image of the of the strings like starting to form on the top of her hand. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, you were, you were Saul Goodman here, right? Oh, uh, yeah. Phew, it's hot in here. My shirt's sticky. Ah, you should come cool down in the office. Is this the guy from the Coneheads? I don't know what's going on here. He, <laughs> the, the Green Dolphin Street guards are wild looking. Mm-hmm. No, thank you. I must decline your offer. I'm only here to turn in some papers. Besides, I can't stand this level of heat. To think of it, a 15-year sentence. I wonder why I am incapable of lessening her punishment. When I think of my insufficient skills, I only end up scolding myself. Oh my god. 
God. <laughs> guy, this guy fucking sucks. His question mark tie, I hate him. I kind of wish I did give him a Saul Goodman voice, because this is, he's literally, this is how, what he would do. <laughs> He's the only one to blame dumping an injured man in the swamp like that. She's lucky to only get 15 years. I think you're a great lawyer. You didn't even earn any money, did you? Money? I didn't become a lawyer for the money. You're such a noble man. Would you like to see Jolene Cujo? No. I have no plans to. My work here is finished. Even if I wanted to give her support, I can't be in there with her. Mile away, she left this letter for you earlier. I've already checked the contents, and here is the info from her papers. <laughs> Cut to lawyer man who never gets a name. Yep. Never. Uh, driving out of the prison, looking at Jolene's letter. Pass this to him. Are you feeling safe and comfortable now? This is not over yet. I'll get back to you sooner or later. Jolene Cujo. <laughs> <laughs> Hell Yeah. Ooh, yeah. I'm determined, but I don't have enough power. I'm not going to wait 15 years. We will meet again. And Romeo, my first love, goodbye. Cut to elf in car. <laughs> Loosening his tie. Mm -hmm. My car is way more comfortable than that dump. I'm a click, lawyer. Click. Why must I breathe the same air as that trash in that prison? Oh, shit. <laughs> yep. Oh, shit. <laughs> yep. He turns on the AC. What we think are just, like, airlines coming out, like, showing the movement of air. Actually, Jolene's string. <laughs> <laughs> right around his fucking neck. <laughs> yeah. Starting to strangle him like piano wire. <laughs> Tight. Ah, I can't breathe. <laughs> These strings... Are, these are strings. Why, why am I choking? Damn it. The air conditioning is making it too dry in here. The collar of my shirt, too tight. I must turn it off. Ah! Snap. Oh, oh, God. Holy shit. I didn't know. I forgot about this. Whoa. While he's doing this, the car crashes into, his, into a sign. And I swear to God, if that's the same sign that Dio used, I'm going to shit. <laughs> Hang on. Alright, I guess we're gonna, we're gonna have to stall the show so Jack can figure this out. I, I just gotta... I just gotta see, you know? Hang on, everybody. This okay. is great radio. This is great radio. No, it is not. Okay. That's me making sure. Um, crashes into this street sign in this, uh, like, concrete guardrail and dies. Yep. He's dead. <laughs> I wow. I did not did not remember that. A cut back to Jolene in prison. This string ability. It's my own power. Also, using my will to protect myself. Since I broke my fingernail, I'm beginning to understand the significance of the necklace. See that she has retrieved the uh, the amulet. Am oh wait, no, that's not Jolene. Shit. See that someone else has retrieved the amulet. Uh, and do the voice of this? I think I think this is Goo Goo Dolls. Uh, let's see. Someone dropped this at the detention center. Damn. How annoying. And, and I guess the, uh, this is what the, the actual prison uniform is. Like, yeah. It, and Jolene modifies it later. It's great. 
So yeah, um, three chapters in, Jolene has already committed a murder. <laughs> yeah, actually. And it's just fine. Yeah. Um, prison. Oh, the title of this next arc. Prisoner FE 4053 6, Jolene Cujo, Part 1. <laughs> Everyone's getting their hair cut. Uh, do, do this guy with the big glasses. Which guy? Oh, the, the guy that's cutting the hair, okay. The barber. Snip. Next! Snip, snip. Next! What the hell are you doing? You bastard. <laughs> he's, he's trying to cut Jolene's hair. Yeah, trying to cut her Sailor Moon ass hair. This is a rule. I have to cut your hair short. Well, well, wait a minute. What about those people over there? <laughs> Crouching down as he's coughing, showing his pocket full of bribes. What? Oh, hmm. I see. Do I pay you too? Getting shaved bald is free. Five inches to five dollars to save five inches. Ten dollars to save ten inches. Or thirty dollars to save it all. Uh, I I understand. Here, take it. Thirty dollars. And I guess that's the in-universe explanation for Jolene keeping her hair through the entirety of this manga. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. oh. Okay. So this was the conehead man from before. I guess he's a, actually a character. Oh, this is gonna be really. This is gonna be really fun. Okay. <clears throat> Everyone, I'm Green Dolphin Street Prisoner Prison's Manager Roku Baroko. Also, this lady besides me is she's a girl. Is my assistant Charlotte. Her job is to explain my words. And oh my God. <laughs> on his one, he's got a a crocodile with a pink bow on its he, on its head as a hand puppet. And I'm gonna try to do this voice too. <laughs> Uh, nice to meet you. Oh, man. Charlotte, please tell the prisoners about their new lifestyle. Sure. This prison represents the ideals of our country, placing emphasis on freedom and equality. If you were to feel oppressed or have your human rights violated, you wouldn't have a chance to be reformed and might even become more maladjusted. In this prison, you can wander around and do what you please within the designated area. You can use the phone, take a shower, read a book, and even have a TV in your cell. Some prisoners will be allowed to work, and some can enter a university by studying. Is everyone following so far? Are there any questions? Jolene raises her hand. <laughs> the crocodile puppet also raises its hand. What's your question, Charlotte? Aren't there more some more rules, manager? Of course, Charlotte. Rules are a basic part of life. First, you are not allowed to remove the list of prisoners detailing their skills. No sharing of goods, no wearing of metallic objects. Jolene looks down at her bracelet, looks down at her hand. This kind of pen is considered metallic, so we can't allow visitors to bring them in. Pencils are allowed, but can we wear earrings? The manager is speaking. Please keep quiet. <laughs> the... God. I. Why is there a crocodile puppet, Andy? Why? I, I don't know. I don't understand. <laughs> F.E. 40536 Jolene Cujo. They are not allowed. Only wedding rings are permitted, but you're not married, are you? That is all I have to say. Orientation ends here. Everyone face left. 
face, right? Gather your belongings and walk through the passageway. Today you start a new life. Proceed to your rooms. Face forward. Jolene facing forward, going past the manager and this... I hate that the crocodile eyes move independently. I hate it. <laughs> and we see under her uh, prison identification wristband, with her string, she's holding uh, one of the pens. <laughs> she's going to make a shank. She is definitely going to make a shank. Uh-huh. Uh, walking through this passageway, looking out uh, past Green Dolphin Street onto the farmland. Uh, out into the bayou. We're, we'll get there in like a hundred chapters. That man. Uh, who's talking? Is Go ahead like, with these lines. Who's talking? God's talking. God, <laughs> the voice of God. I heard the whole island is filled with prisons. Magnificent. It's so spacious you can't see the edge. Maybe that side is a farm. Look, there's a tractor. Oh, there's a crocodile, too. <laughs> Second floor, number 206. This is your cell. Today's break is over. A cell will be open at 6 a.m. and breakfast is at 7 a.m. You can sleep until whatever time you want. Hope you two get along. Jolene enters into the cell and we see this lady. Uh... I thought this was she was the same one as the 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 one that was like overly detailed in the first chapter, with the with the weird hair and like ringlets. But no, yeah. this is Goo Goo Dolls. Okay. Um, and she's eating a butter cookie. <laughs> <laughs> so are we gonna find out who this man on this poster is? Because it has to be our uh, like, is this Leonardo DiCaprio? Like, <laughs> that's there's, gotta be right. Because that there's no way up, that's like, not a real person. <laughs> I like how kind of like uneven it, it's not a good picture it's very <laughs> funny to look at um but how would you describe what this lady's wearing like uh she's got like a like a bee inspired onesie kind of thing yeah with like greaves <laughs> like she's got armored boots and a ha- and like a beanie that's like a colander and lets her hair like come out, which is honestly a pretty strong look. Like yeah, that, it's, I like it's, that hat. It's interesting for sure. <laughs> yeah, and a green coat. I guess that's the green dolphin coat. Um, you can do her voice. Okay. Let's see. Uh, oh, yeah. Nice to meet you. Clank. Nice to meet you, too. My name is Jolene. What is what? No, her name is Guess. Oh, god damn it! Of course, it, it is. Her, st- her stand is Goo Goo Dolls. Guess really? That's that's not a name. <laughs> Fashions is on. Oh, whatever. I'm Guess. Food? Thanks, but I haven't had much of an appetite lately. <laughs> right. <laughs> right into it Miss Jolene goes to sit on this stool and Guess just pulls it right out from under her whoa ouch what the hell are you doing the bottom bunk is mine you got a problem with that you stupid pig uh, and Jolene notices that this lady has uh, a bird in her pocket <laughs> just a bird it's yeah, kind of just, just like a bird. wiggling in her pocket I wasn't trying to steal it from you. I saw the stuff on the top bunk and thought it was yours. 
Hmm. And we see the stuff on the top bunk. Oh, this is the lady who was holding the amulet. What? Wait, that's... What is that doing here? Why is this necklace here? What the hell are you trying to do, idiot? Why are you messing around with my things? What? Why do you have that? Where did you pick it up? Listen, please let me take a look at that. If you open it up, there should be a piece of stone inside and a photo of my parents. I think it's something I threw away. I'll take a look. But so what if that's inside? What did you just say? What an arrogant tone, you wild monkey! I know. Sell it to me. I'll buy it from you. Two hundred dollars. What? Didn't you hear me, idiot? I said if you pay me two hundred dollars, I'll sell it to you. Do you want it or not? You, you bitch. Oh boy. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, boy. <laughs> the the bird that was in her pocket, um, the head pops off, and a pair of arms pokes out, and we see the arms grab the cookie she was eating, and then go back into the bird. And from this the? angle, we can see our friend Guess here is actually not wearing a onesie. It's like a weird, like crop top, I guess. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's it's a it. That's even better. It's a B two piece. Oh god. It's a two piece. <laughs> two piece. What the? Crunch, 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 crunch. From inside the jacket, inside the this bird. Uh. All right. Well, yeah, we gotta cut this here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll leave with this weird thing inside this bird costume and what Guess has to do with all this. Mm-hmm. And um, we've still got more chapters of this really long chapter name before we actually... It's so weird <laughs> that Google Dolls only gets one chapter. <laughs> well, it's that thing where, like, this arc could also be part of Google Dolls, but it's like... yeah. Uh, and then, and then we've then we got get nine parts of the visitor. Uh-huh. Is the visitor who I think it is? Yeah, okay. Man, we don't get Foo Fighters till chapter 31? Damn. Yeah, and like... Oh, what? I completely forgot that Savage Garden was a thing in part six. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah, that was the whole thing with... Uh, this was with Sportsmax, right? I guess this so. Was- was it sports max whatever we're getting ahead of ourselves that's it for part six this week we'll do more chapters next week but now let's talk about vento oreo part three. Oh yeah so episode three happened and big surprise it was fucking great it ruled jack yeah i loved it i'm putting it on right now so i can call out some parts that i loved specifically like pulpo in general they nailed him oh god so the scene where pulpo transforms from a bed into whatever the hell he is it's it's fucking spectacular they absolutely nailed it yeah like i'm looking at that right now where he's like the bed his arms just like appear and then he stands up Uh oh god yep yeah, absolutely incredible. They nailed the ambiance of this scene as well because, like, the hallway is all dark and sinister with those weird, like, carved faces on in the on the top. Like, Pulpo, Pulpo's eyes, ugh. his voice has, like, a little bit of reverb on the back end and it just made him sound, like, terrifying. Um, but yeah, the animation's holding up really well. Like, 
the decent amount of like good uh, character action here. Um, the part where Pulpo eats his fingers still doesn't really make sense. He just does it. Yeah, he just does fun. it, and then they reappear in the next shot, and it's never really... Well, I mean, I guess, like, Jorno's also confused, too. Like, you're supposed to be confused with Jorno, but yeah, they never really explain it. But yeah. not everything needs to be explained. No, not, not of course. The whole uh, interaction between him and Jorno was great. I loved, like, seeing his weird, like, wine refrigerator and all of his food. And he's just got this, like cushy ass prison cell it's so good yeah i'm just noticing like on his wall is that a picture of mariah cho no okay that that's it's just like some painting i the the way it was colored made it look like something from part four which would have been a cool little thing um uh oh yeah there was a really good tweet i saw that was like so you want to join my gang what can you do oh i can steal really well okay I can stuff my entire ear into my head. Dude! <laughs> that's what he does. He, like, yeah. he drops all the money and the lady cop's badge and uh, ID card. And it's like, what else can you do? It's like, oh, I can do this thing. And does the ear thing. And it's like, alright, here we go. And gives him the lighter. And the comedy in the manga of Giorno like walking by and all these people asking him to do things was so well done here the timing of like the people on their pyramids like hey Giorno can you take a picture it's like no I'm sorry I can't yeah and the old man carrying the buckets is like, can you Dude, help me Mario rest in peace oh god Mario <laughs> uh the scene with Koichi in his apartment or his dorm stellar See, actually seeing uh, the lamp, the lamp turn into a snake and bite this bread. <laughs> Let's wow. get this fucking bread, boys. <laughs> Let's get this, <laughs> please, bread. <laughs> it's just such a always oh, such a fun anecdote that the the SAS comes with the bread with the lighter. Like I love. Yeah, that. it's a neat little like accessory. Like Giorno hunched over this lighter. And putting it in bread is very funny. Like, one of my favorite things about this arc is how Araki didn't, like, you know, bullshit us. Like, we everybody knows that the lighter was going to get extinguished at some point, so it happens really quickly. Like, just no bullshit. Oh, yeah, not at all. Because, like, uh, Giorno's able to send Koichi on his way. Like, Koichi gets his passport, doesn't vanish yet. We'll see him probably next episode, and then he'll be gone. Um, Jorno goes down the stairs like, oh, whew, got that out of the way. Nothing bad can ever happen to this lighter. Splash. <laughs> As Mario throws his bucket of water in front of Jorno and it puts out the lighter. And as, as we know from over a year ago when we did the manga, uh, Mario lights the lighter, a huge jet of flame, and Black Sabbath appears. And... Tell us about that palette swap. Oh God, the palette swap! Mm-hmm. Incredible. Just like it, it, like the the timing of it was perfect because like Black Sabbath is this like imposing presence, and the palette swap really really hammers that in. You know? Yeah. Like if there is ever any fear that Part Five would not continue, like the wacky color action of Part Four, that put him to bed. Mm-hmm. Put him to bed. It's just... 
I'm very happy that this seems like it's shaping up to be a very cool, um, like, on-point adaptation of Part 5. Like, they learned a lot from doing Part 4. They're playing more fast and loose with the source material, like, putting in extra content, like, moving stuff around. It's great. I I feel like the success of Part 4 made them feel more comfortable being a little more loosey-goosey with the adaptation. Because, you know, like we have always said, you know, the Part 3 anime is a... it's, it's, It's like a perfect example of a direct page to screen adaptation like almost 100 percent the same and it shows you why that's not necessarily a good thing yeah well you know it's not like dairy production was ever afraid to change some things like part one they took out a lot of the stuff with wang chen and like thank god (laughs) it wasn't necessary especially when part two was right there yeah so they took out a lot of the stuff with wang chen and then part two uh, took out some of that weird stuff at the post office. <laughs> Remember that? <laughs> oh, yeah. That yeah. was a weird experience reading that manga for the first time. Like, whoa, why is this whole scene in the post office happening? This is a waste of time. Yeah, they smartly cut that out. But, like, now even more so, like, adding things, shuffling it around. Yep. Um, they're oh, very what? they're very confident and people were concerned because like there's basically a whole new staff working on part five but like yeah that you feel that it's same great. confidence from part four even though it's new guys i'm really impressed with it uh, yeah i'm watching this scene with black sabbath as he mercs mario like it's great like yeah. black sabbath is so scary looking and just like the, the the stand arrow that was in his mouth looks fantastic, and like the mm-hmm. whole thing with the soul coming out, because as as you know, on as we've been through part five, you see people's souls a lot in part five. So, mm-hmm. they just like pop out the body. Oh God! You yeah. relit the lighter. <laughs> This is your fate. Oh, I love it. Yeah, so that that pretty much sums it up. It was a real good episode. and Yeah, uh, it ends right as Black Sabbath is going after Giorno. So I'm thinking next episode is going to be like Giorno-Black Sabbath fight with Koichi helping. It might be one episode or they might end it in episode five. But I really like want want the... uh, the meeting with the boys to happen sooner rather than later. Yeah, I, I think they can get Black Sabbath done in one episode. I think that's reasonable. Especially since they got all the setup out of the way in this episode and they can jump right into the fight next episode. I could see it. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah. Um. Okay. That, that was that was Yeah, quick. so you can kind of expect all of these episode recaps going forward to be a whole lot of gushing because I'm pretty confident now that this whole series is going to be fantastic. So. Yeah. Man. Yeah. It, very very pleasantly uh not surprised but like i'm glad and i'm glad that i don't i don't have to hear about it from anyone that's like oh it's so bad it's like all right no it's so good that no one can really say that it's bad which perfect great exactly Um, anyway so that was that and now we have jolian chapter 80 equivalent exchange and the university hospital part four volume 20 Man, you know, I just That's... I just want to look real quick. I'm going to bring up the chapter list for Steel Ball Run. I want to see where Steel Ball Run was at at chapter 80. Oh, my God. Love Train. D4C Part 13. That's where we were at 
fucking steel ball run at chapter 80 and i know that there was the the quick stint of weekly chapters at the beginning that kind of dilute the numbers but still but still Still. we were at the fucking love train at this point (laughs) uh like the actual end game i mean we'll get to it at the end but this kind of seems like it could be getting into end game i don't know maybe i mean i don't i don't feel it personally but we'll, we'll talk through it as we read through the chapter because like not a whole lot of story movement happens in this chapter but the actual content is like one of the best chapters in a while yeah absolutely oh for sure yeah all right so uh, let's uh, yeah let's get into it equivalent exchange in the university hospital part four where we oh what a cover First yeah, this stand is amazing. We'll I will get try into to its find... name later, but as far as the design is concerned, just like wow. Oh, I was talking about the the color, like the ultra jump cover. Like I want to oh, go to the Kino and like cover. pick this oh, up. Oh yeah, I want I want to get this like that fucking doggy style and Paisley Park in the back. Like this feels like it could be a poster for the whole like this whole last like thirty chapters. Just like really yeah, strong. Like this squad get me this without the text yeah like i guess we can kind of say that this is like the main squad like this is the team of part eight you know i guess like i'm cool with it i've yeah i've taken a real liking to mamazuka-san mm-hmm. um and now the actual chapter cover with uh mitsuba-san's uh scarecrow arrow stand mm-hmm. scare scare scarecrow there's something there. <laughs> there there was something there but i don't know but yeah so the stand kind of takes up the whole thing so it's basically this like dude with this i guess it's like a poncho it's a like, big poncho yeah it's a big poncho like covered in arrows and he's like his neck is like hunched over it's like really unsettling and really cool looking i'm a huge fan and i really hope we get to see what he looks like under the poncho yeah I, i'm trying to think like with female stand users, have the stands been, like, male-coded or female-coded? Because, like, I'm trying to think. I mean, I guess... Uh, I, I can't really remember, to be honest with you. I mean, like, Walking Heart is definitely female-coded, I think. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, but, and something like Cream Starter doesn't really count, because it's just, <laughs> like, is, is your toaster female? How do you... <laughs> That's, like... That's late-stage capitalism I don't want to get into. <laughs> oh, God. But the um, thing is, we can't really tell here. It could be male, it could be female. It's hard yeah. to say. No, I'm, I was just, like, wondering aloud. But, like, big poncho, nice boots with arrows, like, got heart knee pads, which are just, like, a, a motif we see a lot. Um, really cool. But let's get into it. Uh, you were doing Mitzvah, right? Yeah. Or we're, no, I was doing it. Oh yeah, Yasuo. I'm. O- I always do Yasuo. You yeah. always do Yasuo. Um. <clears throat> uh. Oh yeah, because Yasuo was telling her about the equivalent exchange that she needed to have done to get her legs back, which were mm-hmm. bad, but now are good. Um. An equivalent exchange. What does that mean, Yasuo-san? Just what things are you saying? I traded. Uh. Uh. This is. Oh, this is a quick uh, flashback to mitsuba in a wheelchair in uh dr u tomoki's office and we now know that this man is a reference to a steely dance song <laughs> yeah 
because they always they write out his name with two U's, but Doctor Wu is a Steely Dance. All right. Yeah. Also, these are the funniest three pan- three panels I've seen in Chicholin <laughs> in a while. Just fucking crunching on some seaweed. <laughs> yeah, he's just standing awkwardly, crumped, 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 crumped. Just another minute. Crumped, what is crumped, a weird underlip situation going on here? Yeah, like it's all far out. It's great i i love this uh stone person oh god he's easily my favorite design for the rock humans so far oh like, yeah it's he's so, so cool yeah um but yeah just another minute crumps 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 glug down some mineral water now then shall we get down to business Ooh, sensei where are you taking me for today's examination where to the gynecology department of course Jesus Christ. Sounds so menacing coming from this man. <laughs> the gynecology department? Uh, wait, were you doing... You do you if, if I'm going to be Mitsuba. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You there. I should be fine alone in this examination room. So would you mind waiting outside? It says to the nurse in this uh, MRI room. I'll call you when I need you. Do please close the door, won't you? Higashikata Mitsuba-san, please lay down on the examination table. So, um, what I'd like for you to heal for me is the allergic reaction I had to on the skin under my hair. You made my breasts so beautifully shaped, and you fixed the shape of my teeth and chin before, ooh, sensei. But do you double as both an orthopedic surgeon and a gynecologist, ooh, sensei? When, when you were a child, did adults ever tell you not to expect to do things well on your first try? They would say how people fall in order to learn, no? But speaking personally, I have never experienced a failure. I have not failed, not a single time in my life. In school exams, the national doctor exam, my driving test to get a license, I passed them all on the first try. I never failed when it comes to love, either. Because I can, if I sense anything wrong with the woman, I do not approach her from the outset. Now then, please take off your dress and lay down if you wouldn't mind. Oh, God. So, the fact that these words are coming from a man that has doctor three times on his front and back. <laughs> mm. The nurse that was on duty there until a moment ago had some capillaries burst recently, it would seem. Her eyes, they were red. Also, her wrists and fingertips were purple from blood congestion. She's tying her body up with a rope on a daily basis. Hmm. Uh, a rope? What do you mean? At her own behest, I expect. A little heart. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, yeah, I expect. I respect that nurse's personal nighttime interests, but for me, such pleasure-seeking is nothing but trouble. So I drove her out of the room. It'd be only a minus for me were she to invite me out somewhere. Okay, buddy, calm the fuck down. <laughs> I, God, this, this man is a walking Reddit post. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> like, this is some r slash relationship, like, ugh. I hate this. Anyway. It, I mean, he's a really great... This is great, like, writing. I, it just makes my skin crawl. Mm-hmm. I must steer clear of any predictable failures. 
A hundred percent of patience I accept are healed. All patients want to be one hundred percent healed, and I make those desires come true. Higashikata Mitsubasan, your head skin, beautiful chest, and lower jaw are all connected to your body. Other doctors work only in their own specialized field, but relying on others can lead to reporting emissions. So I take care of the whole gynecology field as well. This is your thirteenth week, isn't it, Higashikata-san? He's uh, giving her an ultrasound. What did you say? You're pregnant. Do you want to hear if it's a boy or a girl? Sweats. Sweats. <laughs> what did Sensei said after that? I can't remember. I was brought into a room further into the gynecology department. We see behind a vault door a ton of rockacacas. Just... Yeah, which I have to assume isn't the same rockacaca that they're trying to grow at the uh Higashikata no, estate it's a this is the one strain. this is the equivalent exchange fruit this is the one that like heals something in return for your body turning to a rock so like, did we get an explanation as what the other rockacaca is that they were trying to get the branch for yes because that rockacaca was made using uh uh, uh joseph fumi's power like using um like grafting it to another tree and it's this weird hybrid that has the capability to like get around the equivalent exchange and kind of just like combines two things that's Mm. my understanding of that and if that's wrong hey (laughs) have you read this (laughs) it's tough out here yeah it's it's all fucking basically gibberish anyways so yeah whatever what did he do that's all I can remember, just up to the moment when I saw those fruits. I don't have any memory past there. Then I ran into you in the hallway, Yasuho-san. I definitely went to the gynecology department room, came here to Usensei so it would cure the dry skin on my head, and it was indeed fully healed. What kind of treatment was it? I, why can't I remember? The first procedure I had was a breast enlargement. After that was treatment to even my teeth. Both of them made me very pretty and and left me both very satisfied and happy. I've been here to see Usensei many times now, but I can't remember what the actual treatment was like. I spent 200 million yen in money I've kept secret from my family here. Yasuo-san, what is equivalent exchange? Is that rule absolute? Then what was it? What in the world did I trade away? Back to the present where U-sensei is dust attacking Yasuho and Mitsuba because his power is he can separate his body out into little fragments and control them all independently. Uh, He was using it to control Mitsuba to an extent. Uh, This is Yasuho here now. It's coming at us from behind. It's flying at us through the air. Don't breathe in. Blah, blah, foot, foot, foot. All these rock particles. I love the imagery of the doctor reforming himself. It's so insanely well drawn. Oh, yeah. This is so cool. Like, the dust coming back together to form the shape of this rock human. Mm, Love it. Hurry! We need to get out of this hospital! Like the yellow dust that drifts on the westerly winds... My body can reduce to tiny fragments and reassemble. But that is all. That is all there is to this ability. Okay, hold up. Either hashtag Rocky forgot, or he's lying. Why? 
because of the wheelchair and all the weird shit in his office. The wheelchair either will find out about that or here's... Um, he formed his, his dust into like a ball around the wheelchair and compacted it. That's That's my thinking on that and like what other weird shit that was mainly what i'm thinking oh okay. I, I, yeah. I just think he, ha- he either there's another stand user involved or this is not actually it's just something that stuck out to me when i read this oh yesterday. yeah yeah for sure it's like that uh that first rock human the architect the fact that his stand was like making a point that things were attracted to but he also did that weird clear film thing with his eyes yeah i don't know Man, I really, um, need, I really need to reread this shit. <laughs> California King Bed is a hell of a fight. Yeah. Um, but Yasuo and Mitsuba are in the lobby, and they see Mamazuka-san and Josuke. They're right there. Josuke and Mamazuka-san are coming. Jo- Josu- okay. I, I'm going to be that guy, Jack. I have a big problem with this scene. Uh, is it this, like neo-looking motherfucker here in these shades well he that's not really the problem i actually like that guy a lot i don't know who that guy is but he's got a good look going on my problem is is that this this hospital is in absolute mayhem and josuke and mamazuka-san just just walking away (laughs) they're pretty far away now and and like all these people are are just kind of like can't breathe real well and it's happening really quickly i don't know man (laughs) jotaro didn't hear kira around the corner while it was raining i don't Uh, know what to tell uh, you we've been making fun of that for years but yeah and i will continue (laughs) to make fun of it because it's dumb (laughs) Uh, oh plot convenience anyway yeah Yeah. that's another thing that stuck out to me well we can move on (laughs) yeah but Ooh sensei is using himself as dust to make all these people collapse uh, that's that's all the coughing sounds I want to do. Uh, I inhaled some. I'm in I'm in pain. So are the other people in the lobby. And then I, oh yeah, it's Yasuo. It, it's hard to breathe. I can't open my eyes with all these tears. Ah, my skin. Oh God, it's trying to go into the skin. There's hives. Ugh. Is this Mitsuba's allergy? Yeah, uh, it's... Uh, oh, I guess, huh? These yeah. these things, they're similar to my allergy. Come back here, you two. Oh, God. Ooh, Tomoki does not fail. Foreign substances entering a person's body causes an allergic reaction. This includes symptoms such as blood congestion in the eyelids, sneezing, and muscle contraction. Allergies can even can eventually send one into shock. Go, 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 go. And we see a nurse, like, coming in now. Oh, Josuke! I can't see him! <coughs> he was right there a minute ago! Go, go, Mitsubisan's body. I need it. And I'll see that it's returned to me. It's a valuable source of money. Money. But also of information I, w- I wish you guys could see my air quotes every time oh i was doing them too like <laughs> yeah. the stuff every time i bold. read these fucking quoted in words in these panels i always have to read the air quotes <laughs> oh yeah because mitsubisan can freely come and go from the gachikata house you see 
For example, I know that her son, Higashikata Tsurugi, is a stand user. I know he utilizes origami and can make it fly in the sky, among other things. And I know that during the fire in the orchard, he may have sent an origami flying out from the inside of the house to the outside of it. So it's quite an important matter. I, Utsumoki, do not fail. Remember, Utsumoki is supposedly one of the people that was inside the ambulance that grabbed the Rakakaka branch. Mm-hmm. Keep that in mind. Ah, whoa, ah. While we're at it, why don't we add some drugs for you to breathe in? I love to have my sleeping pills be called sleep sleep. <laughs> so, as all this is happening, Mitsuba starts to act, and we see an arrow come out of her hand. Yeah. Well, what Tomoki was trying to do was add sleeping pill dust to this uh, whole melange. Melange. There it is. And then arrow comes out of Mitsuba's hand. She places it on the ground. One arrow. Places another one out of her right hand on the ground. Another arrow. I haven't remembered anything, but we need to get back to that gynecology room. You'll go too, won't you, Yasuho-san? Oh, these arrows look so cool. They're like floating just I, off I the just ground. Think I was telling Jack the other day, I am so impressed with the way that Araki was able to visualize this ability. Because it is a really weird and hard to explain power. And it with these arrows and the way that they create this field around them, like instantly makes it understandable. Yeah, so she places these two arrows, and then, like a like a, an eraser, um, it repulses all of the bits of Tomoki that were within the space from like the arrow to the other arrow, essentially making an invisible shield, um, in front of them. And I guess you know this confirms that like even even though the in laws in the Yashikata family all have stands, which is an interesting note. Yeah, we'll talk about that a little bit. Yeah. Um, and then we see her stand again, this uh, poncho person with the, the arrows. Oh, so fucking cool. Love them. <laughs> Three arrows. And puts another arrow straight straight above them in the air. Um, and then it creates basically this pyramid zone uh, that repulses all the bits of Tomoki in this area. And he's just like, uh, what? <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> huh? Um. This is a stand. Mitsuba and Yasuho are suddenly in midair. And is that Mitsuba's foot? Yeah, that Mitsuba's yeah. foot just kicks him right upside the head in a great blow. Great. I really move. like this panel of his broken apart face. Blah. Oh, yeah, like, behind her leg. This is super well done. I yeah, love it. Yeah, the top the left, you can lines. see, like, his, like, eyes moving away and his teeth falling apart, and it's cool. Oh, yeah. After the big hit, uh, she puts an arrow on him, and it repels his entire body into the ceiling. <laughs> Any energy that is attacking me, I can move in a direction up to an arrow. Yeah, see, it's good that this is a visually uh, well-done stand, because that line is doesn't make any sense. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. But then we immediately see an arrow, 
and it's deflecting all of Tomoki around it away. I think what Araki was trying to say here is that energy is repelled, like repelled away from the arrow wherever she puts it. I think that's what. Uh... Yeah, I mean, also like talk about trans tr- trying to translate this concept. Yeah, they they did all right. I yeah. still I get it. Um. Oh yeah, that's yeah, that's Yasuo in that middle panel. This ability, Mitsubasan. I can move energy to the points of the uh, points of the arrow marks. The name of my stand is Awaking Three Leaves. If I use three arrows, I can move energy the shortest route out of the space they surround. Now, that one, that one makes a little less sense, but yeah. With the three arrows, she basically forms like a three-dimensional graph plane, and then anything in them, uh, she can move out of the space in the shortest way possible, is how I I took that. I just want to note about the name, is that it still has king in it. The naming scheme continues. Uh, Barely. (laughs) Yeah, but it was the same thing with walking heart. Like, it can't be a coincidence that every, even if it's not, like, the word king, every other, uh, every, like, original member of the Higashikana family has the name king in it somewhere. Yeah, I wasn't even thinking of, like, Walking Heart, because we didn't find out that was the name of that thing until, like, afterwards, since it was the Tankobon release. Yeah, alright, okay. I know it seems like a bit of a stretch, but it's like, now that we've got this and Walking Heart, like, I feel like it it can't be a coincidence. It just can't. No, it makes sense. And Awake King 3, okay. Alright, alright, alright. I don't know what the, I don't know what the, what Awaking 3 Leaves is is a reference to, but I do think it's interesting that it's specifically Roman numeral for 3. Makes me think about... It's a pun on her name. What? It's a pun on her name. Um, the three leaves part, it, the wiki for this is like kind of hard to parse, but like her name is like Mitsuba, and that that can also be read as three leaves. Um, the waking part is kind of like ah, I don't know. Okay, that's interesting. That it's not a music reference. Yeah, I I was trying to see that too, but like I guess not. Let's uh, let's continue, and we'll talk a little bit more about the stand after we're done. Yeah, let's get going, Yasuo-san. To get to the gynecology department, we need to go upstairs via the elevator. So get back there and get inside. We have to go. <laughs> and they collapse inside the elevator. Mitsuba still has all three of her arrows, uh, going trying to go up. Gah, gah. He said he'd been using my body this whole time. There were fragments in me since I first came here. They're still in there. I need to flush them all out. One arrow. Awaking three leaves. I'll place it on the back of my hand. Ow! Ow! Shoots out a million little particles out of her hand. Very painful. Under her fingernails and everything. We need to drive all these fragments out of here. There's still some hovering inside the elevator. They might be coming in through the ventilation. Wait. Mitsubasan, this is... It can't Uh, be. Mitsubasan, this is... Ah! The little shapes in the fragments that came out of your body. When you did the equivalent exchange, when you got healed, 
What are those people doing? This is this skeeved me right the hell out. Uh huh. Because we see tiny little baby arms in the fragments of rock, and Mitsuba is just like dead, dead-eyed expression, just like, mm-hmm. oh no. And then, to make matters even worse, the the doctor starts forming out of these bits. Yeah, the, his, he has half a face, but just enough to see his, like, weird lip situation and his eyes. Ooh, Tomoki never fails. And we end on Mitsuba just screaming this entire length of the panel and the closing line into tinier and tinier pieces. What the fuck is happening in this hospital? I don't know, man. I really don't know, but I guess we'll break this down a bit. We'll start by... It seemed like when we first started reading Jack that you had a sense of where this was going, so why don't you talk about it a bit? I... I thought... Like... They definitely did equivalent exchange on her unborn child, and that's that fucking that sucks. Yeah, that's a lot. fucked up. Um, that we're in horror at this point. Like, they're they want this hybrid branch so bad. Like, for whatever they're trying to do, maybe they're trying to like the rock people are trying to make themselves into real people. That that kind of seems like a cop out. I still have no idea. Like. Is Utomoki, like, the final boss? Who is this man? I don't know. I really don't know. (laughs) It's like... Even with this development, I have no idea where it's going. Like... The Rock People's endgame seems pretty clear, but... Because we still don't know who the, like... The mysterious, like, men in black were that I think uh, poor Tom was talking about when, like, talking about why people are getting, or maybe this was earlier in part eight, that there is this, like, these mysterious men in black in, in one of the speech bubbles that we still don't know who they are or if they're, like, the leaders of the rock humans or maybe. That was, uh, Josuke was trying to remember his, like, last memory before he was buried and it was like this weird guy that we've still not seen ever again like i type in jojolian flashback and it's like this weird guy with the swoop swoop over hairstyle i'm bought into the theory that that was just a rough draft of damo to be honest with you like i don't i don't know man he doesn't like i would more believe that this was some weird Jobin knockoff. Because, like, I've I've showed you this guy before, right? Yeah, I think we've talked about that guy, too. And, like, I've read some stuff that, like, people are pretty convinced that it was just, like, an early version of Damo just because the way the timeline lines up with those memories. Like, who was the last person that him and Kira saw before they both died? Damo. Yeah, that's true. And part eight is pretty infamous at this point for featuring some of those radical, like, design changes over time in all oh, of JoJo. Oh, sure. Yeah. So I, I'm not saying it's 100% true, and I don't really have any evidence. I'm just saying it, I, it would not surprise me if that was what that was supposed to be, and we'll just never get an explanation for it. Yeah, that's something we kind of just have to, like, accept and move on. 
but I'd like to find out some kind of answer for that, but we'll yeah, see. Yeah, I mean, I think there's some kind of, like, ruler or rulers of the rock people that we don't understand much about yet, and mm. maybe this guy's one of them. It's, it's possible. It or could he be. could just be another henchman. I mean, remember, chapter 80 of Steel Ball Run was fucking Love Train. How do we still know nothing? <laughs> I don't know, man. It's... It's something to behold. Like, at least there's no to be continued. Or no, um, uh, please understand. Like, we get another chapter next month. Because, like, unless this is is actually going to end up being longer than Steel Ball Run somehow, we're going to get close to the end by 2020, which is fucked up to think about. Unless this is just going to be the never-ending JoJo part. <laughs> like, the last JoJo that never ends. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, is, is this just going to turn into Hunter Hunter, where it's just never going to end? <laughs> maybe, man. It could be. Yeah. At least Araki doesn't go on six-month hiatuses. Thank God. It seems like he's got his shit together, though. Yeah. He's also not ill. Like, Well, that that's uh, what I mean, yeah. He's not, like, slowly dying, I guess. Yeah. He's a, he's, a, um, he's a vampire, as the meme goes. Yeah, he's ageless. Jesus. Uh, but that'll do it for this week of Packed Joge Wednesdays. Yeah, and uh, I'm very pleased that we had a good chapter of Jajillion this month. It makes me feel oh, good absolutely. inside. I love I love when Jajillion is good, because contrary to popular belief from me rambling, I do like Jajillion a lot when it's good. <laughs> When it's good, oh. when it when it when it really digs into its core strengths, like this chapter does, where it's like this weird, twisted Twin Peaks esque like horror story, mm. and it really that is really the core strength of Jajolian, and I I like it when it really gets into that more than when it just meanders all over the place for no reason. And this chapter is uh, pretty much Jajolian at its best. Yeah, yeah. Yep. But that will bring us to a close this week. Next week, trucking along with Stone Ocean. Very excited to get in there, really dig deep, mm-hmm. um, and keep it up with our Vento Oreo recaps. Uh, I hope everyone's excited for the long haul. We got, we have a bunch of seasons of that coming up. I can't wait to see where they go with once all the boys are in the mix. Uh-huh. Love, love them. Um, but as always, you can find us on the usual places, iTunes, Google Play, wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, you can find all of our episodes on our SoundCloud. I got links to everything that we do on subreddit r slash Crusaders every week. If you want to say anything to us, check us out at JoJo underscore cast on Twitter. We will catch you guys next week. Love you guys. Take care. See ya.